David Suisa. Welcome to my podcast. Today we have a special guest. She comes from Ethiopia, now lives in Washington, D.C. She's a survivor of female genital mutilation. She reached out to a previous guest that I had, Samantha Narov, who's fighting the cause through her organization, America Matters. And my guest today is Nitsana Megistu. Welcome, Nitsana. Thank you so much. Welcome to LA. Thank you. So, your English is not great, right? It's your your second language. So, how long have you how long have you been in America? Ah, uh, next month, two years. Two years, and yeah. you've been learning, mm-hmm. trying to learn the language. Yeah, I'm trying. When did you reach out to Samantha to um, talk to her about helping out with your cause, which is by the way, we use the abbreviation for female genital mutilation, and we call it FGM. So when did you reach out to Samantha? Uh, when I came here, uh, I was Googled every day. Who is, who, which organization is working about this issue? Because when I was Ethiopia, nobody's talking about this issue because that's our culture. Everybody accepted that culture. And all your girlfriends, your yeah. sisters, your female cousins, yeah. everybody had their genitals mutilated, correct? Yes. yes. It was just accepted. Yes. And why did you not accept it? What uh, made you different? Uh, when I was a uh, 10 years old girl, uh, my father bring one old lady. Uh, I was playing with my sisters. That lady, she catch old knife. My father called me. I asked him, who is she? Because my stepmom, my godmother, and others, our neighbors, they was cooking our traditional food, Mm -hmm. like holiday. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. My father called me, uh, this lady, she came here for your future life. Mm. He called it for your future life. Yeah. She catch old knife. Mm-hmm. That's, that was very all dirty. Mm-hmm. The but knife was dirty. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, he take me one hour room. He's talking about something but I can't I didn't understand him because what's happening I don't know Our and you had never heard of this before right you'd never even talked about it to no. sisters or girlfriends no no at that time Did you, you have a sister yes I have 12 sisters with me your 12 sisters yeah uh, which number are you uh, eight you're the eight yeah so by then your older sisters have probably already had it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they but it was. It, but, but they still didn't talk about it. No, mm. no. Uh, Did they tell you not to talk about it? Uh, now I ask my older sister. She lives here in America. Mm-hmm. I ask her, but she say she married. She was thirteen years old, mm-hmm. so she go out from our home. She married at 13? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't was live with me. Mm. 
that's why I asked her, why don't you take care of me at that time? She say, I am not with, live with you. That's why I can't take, take mm -hmm. care of you, she say. And uh, in her case, she accepted. Yeah, she accepted because that's culture. This but culture. Uh, at that day, I was 10 years old. I remember everything. He called me, my father called me, uh, take me one room. Uh, in that room, my stepmom, the cutter woman, my godmom, she was, they was there. And my godmother, she... Tied you up. Yeah, tied my two hands. Uh, she, uh, I sat down in the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, my eyes was folded. So they, did, did they, they blindfolded yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't understand. What's, well, what are you doing? The cutter woman, sh she angry me. Stop. Open your legs, she mm. say. Mm. I tried to, couldn't free. Mm. I tried to get free, but I couldn't. Mm. She started cutting me. No anesthesia, mm. no medicine, but she started <laughs> cutting me. The knife was, was not sharp. That was old. She take a long time to cut me. I can't control the pain. I was crying. How about your parents? My father say, you have to be, this thing is helping you for your future life, he say. You will get a good husband. You will be a good girl. He was saying this while you were screaming in pain? <laughs> yeah. Mm. He, his reason was, my future life will be good if I cut my genitals. Trust me, he was saying. Was your mother? She uh, died when I was six or five years oh, old. Oh, so she wasn't there. Yeah, so I was live with him and with my stepmom. Now, since you were one of 12, <laughs> were, were, did anybody hear your screams, like in another room? I think, yeah, but But they're culture. used to it. It's the culture. Yeah. All right, Nitsana, how, how many years ago was this? 27. 27 years. Yeah, and now, June 1st. I turned 37. So and, and, and you still remember it like it was this I morning? I always remember mm -hmm. that situation. Mm -hmm. I have nightmares. I see every day the Qatar woman with her old knife. After that happened, how long did you still live in that village? Uh, for two years, I didn't go to school. Why not? I couldn't walk. I see. I was bleeding too much. Wow. So nobody. So you were damaged. You were damaged. This, yeah, you were nobody, medically. Yeah, nobody take care of me. Right. Uh, so it, it, I think in your case, it seems like it had worse repercussions than with others, correct? Like, did you just. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It was worse for you, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. So you were, you stayed at home for two years mm-hmm. uh, in pain? Yeah, still. Was there a doctor or anyone that came to help? Uh, no, already I started medical treatment here in America. But when you were there for the two years after the no. horrible procedure? No. You were on your own? There was no medicine? No medicine. Mm-hmm. No painkillers? No, no painkiller. I was sick. Mm. I had too much pain. Even And that lasted two years? Yeah. That's incredible. I yeah. just can imagine the horror of living those days. Mm-hmm. Day after day. Was mm-hmm. it hard to sleep? Uh, no. You I did, know you the did not sleep well? I didn't sleep mm. because I, I scare everybody. That uh, sounds after, like living after, hell. Yeah, after the situation, I scared everybody. You were afraid of everyone, mm-hmm. especially when you saw the Qatar woman. Yeah, I know the Qatar woman because her granddaughter, she was my classmate, but I didn't know her job until right. last that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you've had two years of hell. And did the pain start going away after those two years, a little bit? Uh, what happened after that? After that, I started school. Mm-hmm. But I have pain, but nobody's talking with me mm-hmm. because my mom, she's died. Mm. Uh, my older sister, they married already. Mm. i living with my similar age sisters. So I tried to go school to live a better life, to change my life, because I know how much hurt my life, our culture. We have good culture, but this is our This part bad, of it. Yeah, this is. This is the black yeah, mark yeah, on your culture. Yeah. Right, but but it, it gave you the will to fight. You decided you were gonna fight. You decided you were not gonna continue in that road, right? In Ethiopia, no. Because the regular road was just to marry. Yeah, already. Someone there in a very yeah. young age, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, you decided that was not for you. Uh, when I go to school, everybody's cut it. My friends, right. my cousins. So we are not talking about this issue because this is culture. Everybody accepted this issue, so no, nobody's talking. And it seems to me that in your case, it was so painful, so traumatic, yeah. so horrible that you decided that you were not going to accept it. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't accept it. Right. Because I tried to teach myself to, to get a better education. Right. I, uh, when I was 17 years old, I got married. In uh, Ethiopia? Yeah, in Ethiopia. He's so nice and he loves me. But I want to be romantic with him because he loves me. But I can't. You couldn't? Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't because mm-hmm. the pain is too much. Wow. Yeah, I want to be romantic with him wow. because he takes care of me. He loves me. Wow. He understands me. <laughs> I'm talking with him about my genital cutting. He always support me. Don't worry. Wow. He gives, hug me, he kiss me. But I want to be romantic with him. Right. But the pain is too much. 
So still I'm living with bad pain. They take me my life. They take me my you, everything. You couldn't make your husband happy with intimacy. Yeah. And that was that was probably more painful for you than for yeah. him. I feel guilty when right. I see him. Even though he day. told you it's okay. Yeah. It was okay for him, but it was not okay for you. Yes. <laughs> I feel guilty every day. Because now, next September, I have 18 years marriage anniversary. Are you still married with him? Yes. Wow. He must be an amazing man. Yeah. Then so let me let me get it. So now you're 17. You got married at 17, and you continued your education. Mm-hmm. In Ethiopia, what did yeah. you study? Architectural drafting. I'm sorry. Architectural Architectural drafting. drafting. Okay. Yeah. I finished my high school. I finished my college school by architectural drafting. I was working uh, at design consultant office in, in Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Which yeah. city? Addis Ababa, okay. capital city of Ethiopia. City, right. Yeah. After that, so I So you came had a here. decent job. You had a good job. Was yeah. your husband working? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, because of your situation, you could not have children, correct? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get children. Okay. I have so many health problems. Right. Uh, so I can't get babies. Right. So that was your life. You got you got a job. You had a good husband. And yeah. You couldn't really create a family. And you're now in Ethiopia. <laughs> and how old are you now? You're in your early thirties. Uh, now, thirty-seven. Now you're thirty-seven, but you were you were working in Ethiopia. Um, you know, in your late twenties. In your early thirties, mm-hmm. were you in contact with your sisters and your family? Did you have a network of friends and family? No. No, over there in Ethiopia, while you were working. Uh, I have friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I they ha- all had families. Yeah, I have families, but nobody's talking about FGM. This was your private hell. Yeah. This was your private yeah. darkness, right? That you wouldn't. Yeah. You didn't have a girlfriend that you talked to it about, no. right? Or no. a doctor or anyone. No. When I came here, this is my wound, this is my everyday life. I want to try to find somebody to talking about this issue. And that's how you met Samantha? Yeah, because this is America. Uh, we can't talk here. We so have you're allowed. You're allowed to speak up here. Yeah. We can't talk here about my problem. No one's going to stop you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because this is America. Mm-hmm. Not, Did uh, you have an image of America while you were in Ethiopia? Did you yeah. get on the internet or yeah. watch yeah. the culture? Did you yeah, I know. I, I, I read about Was this your dream to come here? Yes. Yeah, I know. Was it difficult? Uh, no. To get the papers and the visa? It's, it was not uh, um, hard for me. Okay. Yeah. And then you came with your husband. I came with my what, husband. What, two years ago in 2016? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was it like the first day when you came to America? Where did you land? In New York? Uh, Texas, Dallas. In Texas. Mm-hmm. Why Texas? My husband's brother lives there. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you went to Texas mm-hmm. with the cowboys. Yes. <laughs> and what was it like? Do you remember the first week in America? What, what was it like? What was your feeling when you came here? Uh, when I came here, uh, 
I was, our flight was transit in DC, uh -huh. Dallas airport. But the pilot was talking, we are now, we will arriving at Dallas International Airport, United States. I see too much uh, forest mm. because <laughs> <laughs> at that, uh, because before uh, forest in only Ethiopia. Right, you didn't want more forest. Yeah. You came here for the big buildings and, yeah. and the movies and the big, big supermarkets. Wh what was it like when you went into your first supermarket? Uh, rose. What was it like? Rose. Uh, it was in Dallas. In Dallas? Yeah. Big? Yeah. Was it the same as the one in Ethiopia? No. No. And America was, was it as like the dream you thought in your mind? Was it like that? Mm -hmm. Like that. And then how long did you live in Texas? Uh, just for 10 days. Oh, 10 After days. You were staying days. with your husband's yeah. brother? Yeah. After 10 days, we back to Virginia. Okay. My sister lives there. Oh, you have a sister in Virginia? Yeah. Okay. So. And then I you moved in with her in the beginning? You lived with her? Yes, still. And uh, you're still with her? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm still living with her. Are you close with her? Yes, I love her because my mom died when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, she was taking care of me. And have you shared with her your trauma? No, but now, when I, after I get with America Matters, I, get with, I talk with Samantha, I talk with my sister. I and told her. What was her reaction? She was crying. Mm. She was crying. Is she gonna? Is she being supportive of mm -hmm. you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she support me. When I came here, I googled every day. You kept googling female genital mutilation. You were looking for organizations yes. in America yeah. that were fighting this problem. Yeah. Correct? Yes. Uh, I got. Uh, Samantha's organization, America Matters. She probably has a good search engine uh, thing yeah. going. She probably had all the tricks so that her name would be first, just mm -hmm. from the little I know about Samantha. Yeah, she's Very, so nice yeah, woman. Yeah, it's her combat experience. She said, I want to be right up there if somebody Googles me. I want to be the first name. So you saw her name? Yeah, the founder and uh, CEO, right. Samantha Niro. I sent an email for her. And she probably answered you within five seconds? Right away. Yeah, I have no doubt. And I don't even, I just met her once. Yeah. And I have a feeling she just instantly yeah, she sent emailed you back. And then what did she say? She responded for me right away. Where are you? Where are you living? I told my house address. She came and she take me. She came to your house? And yeah, she came to my house. You served her Ethiopian coffee? No, so that, no. Not that day. She take me one restaurant. Ah. She say, I want to invite you lunch. I said, okay. It's uh, we love going doing lunch in America. Let's yeah. do lunch, the big, especially here in LA. And it, what was your email to her? What did you say in your email? Uh, I I googled uh, America Matters. I got America Matters website. Okay. I sent an email. I don't know. Uh, the founder you just said was who you were. I don't know. The founder was woman or man. I don't know. Okay. But I sent an email. 
And what she, did you say in the email? I sent her, hi, my name is Natsanat Mengistu. I came from Ethiopia. I'm 77 years old woman. I have FGM history. So uh, FGM yeah. story. Uh, yeah, story. Okay. Yeah. So I want to meet with you. I, I asked her. Wow. She responded me right away. And that was how long? Six months ago? Uh, around around yeah, six months yeah, ago. Yeah, around January. January yeah. 2018. And since then, you and her have been partners to try to get the word out and make a difference in America? Yeah, let me tell you uh, the first day. Okay. At that day, she she came to my house. She take me uh, one restaurant. But before we go to restaurant, we was at her car. We was in her car. Uh, I was crying when I see her because she's a woman. Mm. I'm so happy. You felt you had a, a partner finally, somebody who would understand you. Yeah, she's a woman, so she she knows every my fear, my pain. I told her I was crying. She was crying to me with. She was crying with me long time. <laughs> I told her every my history. She's, she helped me to become an activist. She's helped me. She changed my life because now, now I am okay. I feel healthy. You know, I'm talking about this issue. I want to protect next generation girls. Mm -hmm how female genital mutilation affect women's life. You have a mission in life now. Yes. Yeah. When you get up in the morning, you feel you have a purpose. Yeah. This is why God put you on this earth. Yeah. When uh, after we, we took her, uh, she helped me to get a psychiatrist because I have a nightmare. She sent me a doctors Psychiatrist doctors is is have they been helpful? Yes. Psychiatrist. Yeah, I have now every week checkup. Mm -hmm. He was talking with me friendly. Mm. He's so nice. Uh, and now my life is changed now. And how about your husband? How has he been through all this? He's so happy. Mm -hmm. He's so happy because because you're happier. Yeah, this is my secret. This was my secret. Nobody know about my wound. Everybody asked me, why don't you uh, be pregnant? Mm. You don't have kids. You have, you have long, long time marriage. Mm. You don't want, you don't like kids. And it just made you even more sad when you heard that. Yeah. So now you have this big weight off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Now, your husband, did he find a good job? Yes. Yeah, he's aircraft engineer. Okay. Yeah, he's working now America Airlines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and then this is your life now, activism for FGM. Yeah. Well, Nitsanet, you know, God bless you and thank, thank you. you, thank you so much for coming in and you're really fighting a yeah. great cause here and mm -hmm. an important one. And hopefully, you will save the future of many girls. Yes, yes, because everybody have take a responsibility girl's life, especially girl's life. They have to be uh, protected by their families. 
right? And you, and, and, and you have to sort of cut through the secrecy and to find out who they are. Yeah. And you, and you can tell them it's okay to speak out, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's okay to tell your story. And I think this is going to be the big challenge yeah. with your movement because it's so hidden. It's so secret. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about this issue. Right, you need a second Me Too movement for this. Yeah, especially by Ethiopian community. Nobody's talking about uh, FGM. Well, maybe uh, with you and Samantha, maybe they'll start to talk about it a lot yeah. more. In the Jewish tradition, we have a, a, a big thing called Tikkun Olam. Tikkun Olam is repairing the world. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the best things you can do in in our tradition is to just wake up in the morning and do things to help repair the world and that's what you're doing yeah we have to because this is not a religion issue my family the whole family they are orthodox christian mm -hmm. but they follow this tradition right you yeah. because th this was the culture the country yeah. you're from my and older sister she live here mm -hmm. she has uh, granddaughters i told her if you want to cut them Believe me, I will call the police because you can't to practice here in America. You said that to your sister? Yes, I right. told her. You will call the police yeah. if she wants to cut her granddaughters? Yeah. And what did she say to that? She said, she, uh, I, I was talking even with my stepmom. She alive now in Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. She was crying. Why don't you cut me? I asked her after meet Samantha. Mm -hmm. I was talking with my family. I start talking with my family. Mm -hmm. Why don't you do this, my older sister? I cut also me. The other sister, the other my sister. I also cut it. Right, they all yeah. did it. Yeah, it happened to all of them. Yeah, my stepmom she was crying. I asked her, why don't you cut me? Why you, did you cut me? Yeah, why did you cut me? You don't love me. She said, I love you. You are my daughter. But I don't know. I'm not educated woman. That's why we follow our culture. Our tradition. Yeah, our tradition. And your said. sister wants to follow that tradition here in America. I told her, we have to talking now. Right. Because we can't talk in America. I know my rights. So I told her, don't think about this issue. I asked her, like kidding her, uh, do you want to cut your granddaughter? I asked her, why don't you ask me? She said, if you want to cut them, I will call the police. Because if female genital mutilation, how affect my life, how damaged my life, I know. And you so, don't want to see that happen to her granddaughters. Yeah, I, I have to start protect from my family. Right. Yeah. Did she cut her daughters? No. No. Your sister did not cut her daughters? I don't know because oh, don't the, know. The, their age was similar with me. Okay. I don't know. I didn't talk with them. I see. I yeah. see. Because it's still a very secret subject. Yeah, still. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. In Ethiopia, uh, female genital mutilation and child marriage is common. It's common. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is America, so God willing, you'll make progress mm -hmm. on this cause. Thank you so much, Insanet, for coming here. Thank
Thank you so Good much. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you.